This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Follow the plan God has for you. This is not an accident. I'm alive. Come on, y'all tell me. I'm alive. You alive. You alive. Wow. Because there's more. What a mighty God we serve. I'm not an accident. No, you're not an accident. It's not an accident. No, no. I'm alive because there's more. Because there's more. There's so much more. There's so much more. God has so much more for us. What a great opportunity. God has given us great opportunities in our lives, great opportunities for our families, great opportunities for our community, great opportunities for our nation, great opportunities for our world. Yes, we should be able to hear God saying to us, even in the midst of the pandemic, as Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Mm. I'm alive. Ooh, thank you, God. Because there's more. Today's sermon is the third part of our New Year's message. Let me recap what we've already had and I go into the message for today. On in Bible study on Thursday, we talked about the great commandment. And we know that God has given us a great commandment. I like to say all the time, it was not a great suggestion, it was a great commandment. And we find that in Matthew 22, verse 36 through 40. And I'll read it. It says, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Follow the plan God has for you. This is not an accident. I'm alive. You're alive because there's more. Not an accident. I'm alive. He didn't let me die. <laughs> this is not the end. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. We talked about the great commandment. Great commandment. Great commandment. That we shall love God with everything we have, and we should love one another. We talked about what that love looks like. Uh, you want to love people the way you want God to love you. You really want to care about folks. Just, just, just know that. We know this is what God wants to do. So we talked about the Great Commandment. And then on watch night, we talked about the Great Commission. Yes, the Great Commission. Found in Matthew chapter 28. I'll be reading verses 19 through 20. The Great Commission. Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Great Commission. He gave us a great commandment to love, love him with everything, and the way we show our love for him is to love others. And then look at what happened. 
After Jesus gave us the great commandment and he went about showing us how to love, how to care. Matter of fact, he showed us how to love so much that he allowed them to put nails in his hands, nails in his feet, and a crown of thorns on his head. He showed a love for us that he died for all of our sins. He died for you and for me. And we're excited about that in 2021. Because he did die that we could have life and have it more abundantly. He died for our sins and he was placed in a borrowed tomb. And early on that third day, he got up from the grave with power, power over the grave, victory over death. He did that. But then right after he died for our sins and he got up from the grave, he gives us a great commission. He said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. He's saying this to his disciples. He said it to us. That once he died, once he died for us, showed us his love. Greater love is no man than this. And he had laid down his life for his friends. He gave his life for you and for me. He gave up his life for you and for me. He died a horrible death, but he allowed them to kill him. Yes, he gave his life. But then before he ascended into heaven, he said this, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He says, Teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. What has he commanded us? He commanded us to love him with all the heart, mind, soul, and strength. He commanded us to love one another. Jesus said, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another. Then he gives us a great commission to go and teach. That means to go and love. Go and do what he told us to do. That was a great commission. Yep, just follow the plan God has for you. It is not an accident that you are alive. Hallelujah, you know it's not. There's more, there's more. So today's message, yeah. It's taken from James chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. James 1, 22 through 25. And it reads, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away, and at once forgets what he looks like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Hallelujah. He will be blessed in his doing. Let's pray. God, our creator, sustainer, we ask right now in a special way that you speak to us, that we in your service might hear your word, but not just hear your word. Yes, Lord but be followers of your word. Be doers that we would do what you have us to do the way you have us to do it. Bless us in this brand new year of 2021 that you would get all the praise and honor the Lord. Speak now, God, to everyone who hears. Speak now to every family member of everyone who hears. Speak now, Lord, to every friend and acquaintance that we will spread this message with others, that those who may not know you will come to know you, and that those of us who know you will grow in you. Have your way, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we've talked about the great commandment. We've talked about the great commission. This morning we're talking about the great opportunity. The great opportunity. We have a great opportunity to do something in the midst of whatever you're going through. I, I know, I know, I know. We've got many things we're going through, many things that's, that's happening in our lives. And sometimes we think we can just sit back and just look at what's going on around us and think there's nothing we could do. Nothing could be farther from the truth. God has called us to do various things. As you've heard it said before, don't just sit there, do something. 
So I know you want to know, well, what is it that I must do? What is it that I must do? Well, the word of God will help us with that. But there's something very real we need to talk about right now that you understand. Because right now, in Georgia, we have a great opportunity to make a real difference in our state. Well, matter of fact, we got an opportunity to make a real difference in our nation. Well, no, we got a good opportunity to make a real difference in this world. But we have to do more than just wish it or just talk about it. We have to do more than just make speeches. We have to do more than just complain. We got to do more than just fuss and fuss and get frustrated with all the many lies and misrepresentations that we hear day in and day out. We must be doers and not hearers only. Well, what must we do? Right now I'm saying we must vote. Yes, Tuesday, January 5th. If you haven't voted, make sure you vote. You have to vote. Make sure everyone in your house votes. Everyone who eats from your table need to vote. Everyone who calls you friend need to vote. All of your acquaintances need to vote. Everyone who asks you at any time for anything, this year, last year, or the year before, you need to let them know they need to vote. Even if they didn't pay you back what they owe you, tell them if they go vote, you might take a penny or two off of it. But everybody who you have any kind of relationship with needs to vote. Find them, go tell them. Your boo. Your boo need to go vote. Your ex-boo need to vote. Your, definitely, your future boo need to vote. Because they don't need to be your future boo if they ain't voting. You, know, you can find that out. You, know, you kind of stuck with the last one, but, but this right now, they need to vote. So whoever, have you got the message what I'm saying yet? Everyone needs to vote. We all have a voice. We all have a vote. We need to do it. Now, you got folk that don't want to vote, and you got a relationship with them, I, I don't want to do it like I heard one of the pastors say. He, he was baptizing folk. And when he was baptizing, just before he take them down, he said, everybody baptized, he asked them on their way down, are you ready to vote? He said, they said yes, he took them down and brought them back up. They said no, he just took them down. Now, we ain't gonna do that, we, <laughs> we just saying, we need everybody to vote. And listen, there's no way to not vote in this runoff election. If you haven't voted already, I know you've heard about voting. You've seen and heard many ads about voting. You've seen and heard the commentary on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but have you ever, ever decided within yourself that you're going to vote, and yet you still have not voted. We ain't mad at you now, because a lot of people wait till the actual date. They want to go in and, and do it themselves. And nobody mad at you, just encouraging you to do it. If it rains, still go vote. If it snows, still go vote. If it's real hot, still go vote. I'm just admonishing you to vote, because it's a great opportunity. If you haven't voted yet, it's not too late. Tuesday, between 7 a.m., 7 p.m., but let me say this, get there way before 7 p.m. because there might be some kind of unforeseen glitch in this whole election. So I'm telling you, do what you can to make sure you get voted. We must be doers, this is the point. We must be doers and not hearers only. We can't just hear about voting, you have to actually go vote. So how do we, in 2017, receive the blessings of God Almighty still in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic? How do we receive his blessings? Again, one way, I know it sounds like a broken record, but one way is to vote. 
Because if there were people with a heart of compassion and a sense in their abilities to do right by those who have the least and those who are the less in these United States of America, our Senate would have already voted to have money, substantial money, coming to those who need it. And it would have come at just the time people needed it. And I'm saying that's how crucial your vote is. Make sure that you vote because we live in difficult times and it calls for us to go outside of what we've been doing. So I'm saying, speaking especially to those of you who haven't voted, make sure you do that. But I know what you're saying, but Pastor, what else are you saying to us? Hear me now. What is greater? There is a greater opportunity that God has presented before us for 2021 and for the years to come. I, I said voting is a great opportunity, but God has presented to us a greater opportunity that we have for 2021 and beyond. In our text, it reads in James 1, 22, 25 through 25, but be doers of the word. He says again, but be doers of the word. Somebody go ahead and put that in the text. Go ahead and put it in there. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. Can't just hear. We have to do. Deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he looks like. Mm. In other words, we look in a mirror for correction. We look in a mirror to make sure everything's all right. We look in a mirror to make sure we can present it, be presented as we want to be presented before others. Why don't you look in the mirror and see that you got uh, collard greens stuck to your tooth and, and you look and see your hair's out of place, but not mine, but your, your hair can be out of place. Uh, how you look in the mirror and just see things that, you know, some, something that's still on you, a lipstick someplace where it's not supposed to be. And, and you look in the mirror and see this, and after you see this, you just go about your business. As if, as if not, you don't wipe it off, you don't clean it up, don't brush your teeth. Now, no, the Bible says that's crazy. No, no, you don't do that. If you, the reason you look in the mirror is to make the corrections. Look at what the Word of God says. For he looks at himself and goes away at once, forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, yes, and perseveres. In other words, we actually look into God's law, we hear it, we see it, and then we begin to do it. If you're being a hearer who forgets, but must be a doer who acts, and a doer who acts, the word of God says, he will be blessed for his doing. There's a great opportunity before us to receive all the blessings God has for us. I'm going to say that again. There's a great opportunity before us right now to receive every blessing God has for us. There's a great opportunity right now in 2021 for you to receive the blessing God has for you. And what God has for you, it is for you. Can't anybody take it from you. But God has it for you. He will bless you. And realize this. The blessing is in the doing. The blessing is in the doing. I know what you're saying. Doing what? It's obeying what the Lord has already told us to do. The great commandment 
and the great commission ushers in the great opportunity to receive God's blessings in the midst and in spite of your present circumstances. If we love God, and if we love God and, and love the way that God tells us to love in his commands, and if we go into the world as he commissions us to go, we have then an opportunity to receive what God himself has for us individually and collectively. Yes, yes, we trust God. We have to believe God. We have to know that God will do what he said he'll do. Just do what he says. His word, his word is, is true. He just do what he says. He says, listen, when it comes to giving you, he says, bring you all the time to my storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, said the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pull you out a blessing that you would not have room enough to receive it. He says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Yeah. In other words, the stuff that would happen in your life, God is saying, I'm holding that back. I'm blessing you with that, with that being held back because of your doing, and not just hearing, but your doing what my word tells you to do. Yes, we have faith, but faith without works is dead. And the work that we do should be his work. Don't, don't just do busy work. Don't just say, I'm working for the master. Look at his word and see what it is God would have you to do and how he would have you to do it. The work that we do, do should be his will. That's why we trust and obey. Oh, the great hymn knowledge wrote these words. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he says on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. Not a shadow can rise, not a cloud in the skies, but his smile quickly drives it away. Not a doubt or a fear, not a sigh or a tear can abide while we trust and obey. Not a burden we bear, not a sorrow we share, but our toil he doth richly repay. Not a grief or a loss, not a frown or a cross, but is blessed if we trust and obey. I love this last verse. Then in fellowship sweet, we will sit at his feet or we'll walk by his side in the way. What we do, what he says, we will do. Let me say it again. What he says, we will do. Where he says, we will go. Never fear, only trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Yes, we have to trust God. Yes, we obey, God, we obey God's word and do his will. But let me say this. Don't take my word for it. That's it. That's the whole message. We got the great commandment, the great commission, now the great opportunity. And that's your opportunity. That's my opportunity. That's our opportunity to obey God's word and do his will. But let's look at some scriptures so you know the pastor not making this up is in the word of God that when we obey, that's when we receive those blessings from the Lord. James chapter 2, verse 14 through 17 reads, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works. Can that faith save him? 
If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to him, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. All right? Well, let me give you another. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. Jesus says, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the wind blew and beat against that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. When we hear this passage from Jesus, many times we think Jesus is telling us how to build a house, an earthly house. So we try to make sure we have a good foundation. And that's, that's, good, that's good work. That's good work. But he's really talking about us. Yeah, we believers. He's really talking to us. Because we're the ones who will hear his words. And he says those of us who will hear his words and we will do what the words say, he said, we're the ones who are like a wise man who built his house upon a rock. But if, if we, church folk, if we will hear his words and will not follow his words, will not do what his word says, then we're like the foolish man who built his house on the sand and his house collapsed. He gives us the choice to be wise or foolish based upon whether or not we will do what his word says do. Go where his word says go and become what his word says become. He's saying if we would just follow him, if we would obey him, he's telling us he'll bless us. Well, Matthew 7, 21 says this. This one blows us away. He says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Woo! Did somebody hear that? Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Look at the blessing. If we do the will of his Father in heaven, he lets us know that those are the ones who enter the kingdom of heaven. We're talking about striving for excellence and kingdom building. We build a kingdom by doing God's will, by listening to God's word and getting God's will done. I know. Let me go ahead to Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 8. I had to use scriptures because this is where you said, Pastor, just telling us he wants us to do something. Now, I'm telling you, the reason I want you to do something is because God blesses you in doing the something he tells us to do. Look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. Talking about gift giving, it is the gift of God. Not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Now, in other words, let me say this. He's not saying that the work that you do will save you. No, 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 no. But you're being obedient and doing the works he called us to do because he's given us work to do and we ought to do it. Why? Verse 10 helps us with that. I'm in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. 
For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Woo, hallelujah. We've been created for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We got to walk in the light. God has blessed us. God has kept us. God has sustained us. What am I trying to say to us for 2021? Please hear me. Reading God's word. Hearing God's word. Singing God's word. Speaking or even preaching God's word is not the same as doing God's word. Our great opportunity in 2021 is to do God's word so his will can be done. We need to love what God would have us to love. We need to go where God would have us to go. And when we do this, we will receive the great blessings that God has for us in 2021 and beyond. Hallelujah. I know, I know what you're saying right now. I'll say the same thing. I want to. I, I try to do better. I want to do better in 2021 than I did in 2020. I got some great news for you. The great God we serve, but I got some great news for you. We don't have to obey in our strength alone. God doesn't give us the, the great commandment and the great commission and not even this great opportunity without giving us his great power. I said he empowers us to be blessed. He empowers us to obey. He empowers us to trust him and obey. We do know that when he commanded us to love, he commissioned us to go, then he empowered us to go. Listen to what Jesus said just before he ascended in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He said this to the disciples and he said it to us on today. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Look at what the Lord says to us. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Listen to what he's saying. He said, I've given you things to do. He's even said, greater works than I have done, you will do. But what he did was he empowered us with the presence of the Holy Spirit who came in Acts chapter 2. And when we come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit takes up residence in us. Now what can we do once the Holy Spirit is in us and guiding us and directing us? What can we do? I'm glad you asked. Ephesians 3, 20 says it like this. Now unto him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power and work within us. Now y'all know I'm, I read ESV. But right now, I got to go King James on you. Yes, sir. We finna go King James on you. The word of God says, now unto him that's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Y'all got to hear me. God has empowered us to love like he wants us to love. God has empowered us to go where he commissioned us to go. God has empowered us to grab the opportunity that he's given us if we're obedient to do the work he called us to do, the way he called us to do it. I know we're stuck in a pandemic. 
I know we have hard economic times. I know it seems like the storm cloud won't pass over, but we have a great opportunity in spite of the pandemic. We have a great opportunity in spite of your present economic situation. We have a great opportunity, regardless of what other people think about you and say about you. We have a great opportunity that's wrapped up in our obeying God's word and doing God's will. It's 2021. Let's get blessed and let's be a blessing that God has called us to be. We have a great opportunity to serve a great God. God is so awesome. God is so great. And God has blessed us in so many ways that we can bless others. Just do what you know God is telling you to do. Don't, don't try to hit the whole mountain at one time. Just take one step at a time. One step at a time. Yes, you're capable. Yes, you can. You can do this. You can do what God has empowered you to do. If you've come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, allow him to dwell in you richly. Allow him to help you to be the man of God, to be the woman of God, to be the child of God that you ought to be. And we will give God the praise, the honor, and the glory. God is great. He loves you. He loves me. What a great opportunity we have. How great is our God. How great is our God. It's a great God that gives us a great opportunity. If you listen today and you've been a part of this and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity right now to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Yes, you've sinned. We all have sinned and come short. And we know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Let's go ahead right now and give ourselves to the Lord. If you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, just pray this prayer with me. And the reason you can pray this prayer is because of what you believe. The Bible is clear. Romans 10, 9 says, If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So, if you want to accept him today, and just give God an opportunity to help you to be what he wants you to be, pray this prayer with me and, and receive him into your life right now. Father God, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I'm willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life. And help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you, God, for saving me right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you 
and thank you for worshiping with us.